Michael Osterlink here with another edition of Fine Wisdom. That's hashtag Fine, F-E-I-N, Wisdom, with constitutional scholar Bruce Fine. Bruce, how are you doing today? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you, Michael. Fantastic. So it's uh, May 2015, and there seems to be a, a counter-revolution philosophically coming from many within the GOP who are our presidential candidates. Talk about this counter-revolution and how dangerous it is to yeah. our republic. Yeah. Well, it's a, in, in broadly speaking, uh, Michael, it's a counter-revolution against uh, the United States Constitution, just like you know Napoleon's 18th of Brumaire was a counter-revolution against the French Revolution. And we've had candidates like uh, Ben Carson, a, a doctor, who has the audacity to say the Supreme Court Chief Justice John Marshall got it wrong in 1803 when he upheld the power of judicial review, namely the authority of an independent Supreme Court, you know, to apply the Constitution to constrain the executive or uh, congressional action as well as a state action is contrary to the Constitution. An understanding that was clearly explained in the Federalist Papers is clearly understood as the whole reason why you have a Constitution at all. After all, if you can't have an independent arbiter to decide whether or not the bounds of authority of the executive and or Congress have been overreached, why have the written Constitution? I mean, Congress is never going to declare its own actions as, as illegal. Uh, the president not going to declare his own actions as illegal. You know, Richard Nixon is not going to turn over the tapes and say, all right, I, I did wrong. Uh, I mean, that's why we have a written constitution. It's what Thomas Jefferson said, we need to bind, no, no more, he said, shall we trust in men. We need to bind them, chain them to the, uh, uh, the elements of the constitution to ensure that the rule of law is in play. And here we have Ben Carson, he's not even a lawyer. He's a medical doctor opining on whether there ought to be judicial review, something that he knows nothing about. I have no doubt he's never read the debates of the Constitutional Convention. I have no doubt he's not read the ratification debates or the history of the common law in judicial review and Anglo-American jurisprudence. Uh, and that's the audacity of me walking into a, a doctor's office without any medical training and suggest how you ought to repair a broken leg. I mean, really? Uh, and he's not the only one. Uh, Mike Huckabee similarly has basically said that in determining whether there's a constitutional right to same-sex marriage, you don't base it on the law, you base it on the Bible, and he doesn't really care what the Supreme Court says. He's sort of championing vigilante justice, if you will. I think that in his heart he believes that if you're not a Christian, you really don't deserve rights uh, under the United States Constitution, even though the document itself says there can be no religious test oath for occupying any uh, office. Uh, uh, national, uh, state, or local office, and we have a secular government that religion is to be a private matter, it's not to be a, a political matter, and that was something that was urged by Jefferson and, John, and James Madison even as early as 1786 with the, uh, uh, the Religious Freedom Bill in the state of Virginia. And these are just really shocking statements made by presidential aspirants because it demonstrates that they couldn't legitimately take the oath of office if they prevailed because they're not there to uphold and defend the Constitution. They're arguing they're there to sabotage the Constitution as it was originally understood. Now, I can understand that there can be cases uh, where there's gray areas of the law. It's a little bit uncertain. The Supreme Court has no pine. But these are areas of the law that are absolutely crystal clear, as clear as the statement in the Constitution that you need to be 35 years old to be qualified to run for the presidency. 
and it's really quite uh, alarming, if you will. It, it, it indicates a disrespect for the rule of law that's already reached a high watermark that this nation cannot afford if it wants to ensure that the glory of our country is liberty and, and not power and coercion and arbitrariness uh, from the Congress or the executive branch. Thank you, Bruce.